You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMSCast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett, and I'm joined by a special guest, Jason Shao from Animoto. Animoto.com is where that's at, and that's a tool for making videos for social media that tell a story. And I first heard about Animoto, geez, I think it was a, it was so long ago, but it was, um, at the time, I actually got into marketing in a really weird way because I was, I'm an outdoor guy. I was, I lived on a glacier in Alaska for a long time running sled dogs. And I was, I'm just an outdoor guy without electricity and stuff like that. I used to have to take a helicopter to work. <laughs> I saved a bunch of money doing that because there's nowhere to spend it on a glacier. And I, um, I invested in some real estate. I bought some land in Alaska. I, uh, I, um, built a cabin on that, had a hand pump well. That's where my wife and I met, whatever. It's a long story. But in that time, it ultimately, I decided to sell some of the land I bought in Alaska. I went to YouTube. I, I put together a website. Somebody helped me put together a website and I made a marketing video. And I got, I sold that piece of land for double what I got it for in the, in the real estate recession. And a lot of that, I credit the video marketing. And then at that so at that time, and then I started getting into real estate a little bit and I started doing video marketing with real estate. And that's how I first came across Animoto. And what I loved about it was how you could like, even for, I had a video camera. I was always that guy carrying the video camera around with all my friends and everything. Yep. But you could work with still images and still make good videos like efficiently and stuff like that. So I saw you in the early days, but um, that's how I first heard about it. Jason, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Chris. Uh, and, and thanks for that intro. And I mean, do we even need to say more? I mean, like since video just doubled your sales projection, I guess we can just be done. But um, that's, a, that's, an, that's an awesome story. And we've certainly kind of been on a, a quite a you know, journey over the We've been around for like 10 years now. So um, I don't know when exactly uh, you found us, but we've, uh, we've certainly been uh, on a journey. It was really early days. And I think what made it really interesting was just the ability for, you're kind of like democratizing video yeah. in a way, especially for telling a story and sales and social media. Yeah. But I mean, I was a video geek. I, I would consider myself like on a scale of one to 10, I'd put myself at a five. Like yeah. I can edit videos and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I know a lot of the world is not a five. They're definitely not a 10. Yeah. They don't have a $5,000 computer with Final Cut Pro and all this stuff, but yeah. they do know how to take pictures. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need. How did you, can you talk about the origin of working with just pictures? Yeah, well, that, and actually that's where we, we started. Um, in fact, the name Animoto is some kind of combination of like animated photos. Right? But that's kind of, you know, um, a bunch of us who started, uh, well, sorry, but several of us who started Animoto, we actually used to work in TV and film. Um, and, and this was, you know, like 10, 15 years ago. And, and so you were I, level 10. <laughs> well, I was working with a lot of level 10 people, you know, and yeah. for MTV Comedy Central. And we just saw how fast everything was changing. And, you know, from internet to cloud computing to these, this is before the iPhone, right? So like these things getting smaller and smaller. And you, it just seemed <laughs> inevitable that they would have like internet connection and maybe like even a camera one day. 
So we just needed to be a, a part of all this. Um, and, you know, fast forward today, video literally is everywhere. And so I think, you know, what we hear the most is, is a lot of these folks, you know, um, saying, uh, I see video is everywhere. I kind of know I needed to be doing video to, you know, promote myself. It's all over social media, but I have no idea, you know, where to get started. So our sweet spot is really for those folks who literally have zero experience with, with video um, and just need kind of like a super simple way to get to, to produce, you know, great looking stuff that'll, you know, uh, stand out on, on social media. But even as someone, you know, for me who has experience, a ton of experience with video, um, there are still a whole b bunch of reasons why I use Animoto a lot versus, you know, like a, uh, you know, a, a heavy editor, like, you know, Final Cut Pro Premiere, because sometimes you just need to, you know, do something quick. And, and um, you know, we've built into Animoto so much stuff that just makes it so painless, like just dealing with, like syncing with, you know, music and, and providing just all sorts of great fonts and colors and animations, just all built into stuff to help your kind of video stand out. So I actually use Animoto a ton, even though I'm kind of an experienced, you know, video person because it's just quick and easy and, and it looks great. So. And that's what, that's what I did for a while. I took a brief detour through real estate sales and um, I was always amazed at how under-optimized real estate, a lot of real estate listings are. You know, you could have up to like 25 photos. Sometimes people had none or just five and they weren't that good. And then like to just take a little extra time, throw all those still images together and pop it on YouTube and optimize it. Like yep. I started selling property uh, as a, like an inexperienced realtor and getting all these leads just by doing some really basic video marketing. Yep. And I, I wanted to ask you, like, especially for the course creator, the education entrepreneur out there, um, I talk about this five hat problem that course creators face, which is you have to be an expert, you have mm -hmm. to be a teacher, you have to be a technologist, you have to be a community builder, and you have to be an entrepreneur. And under that entrepreneur hat is the marketing hat. So a lot of people listening to this or watching this on YouTube, um, they may be strong in expertise and teaching ability, but not necessarily as an entrepreneur, specifically at marketing. What yeah. are the fundamentals that you see as essential for video marketing? Well, first of all, I mean, you, this whole community, right, already has a huge kind of outcut say unfair advantage because you already are producing, you know, great content that, you know, you know, resonates with your audience. So it's really now, and, and that is just kind of several steps ahead of where I think, you know, most people are in terms of trying to like start or grow their business. So, uh, so really it's about how can we leverage, you know, what we have and, and find new people to kind of grow our community, grow our audience and get people to find out about us because inevitably there are tons of people that probably are super interested in what, you know, what you have to, um, you know, share and, and teach. And so, uh, one of the, you know, one of the big changes we've seen, right. is just like this, not, not just the emergence of video and social media, but the ability to really, um, target, uh, folks out there, who who can and should be interested in, in what you have to talk about. And so, um, you know, really the power of using, so first of all, vid, you know, video, uh, I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, a lot of this audience already understands the power of video, right? It's just, it's visually interesting. It, it makes things human, relatable. That's why, you know, you know, using video when we're trying to teach, like it's so effective, but it's the reason we see video everywhere, right? It's just because um, and there's so many stats and studies now about when you include a video, it's like 2x, 3x this and engagement and likes and share. But it's because 
that, you know, video is the most compelling and effective way to communicate what's important. And it's, uh, and it's increasingly how people prefer to consume uh, to, to get their information and to get their message and to get their content. So we as, as businesses, as entrepreneurs, um, as communicators, we need to make sure we're learning to communicate in the way that people out there want their information and increasingly that's a video, right? So, so that's video and that's why we see video everywhere because that's what people want. And then social media is just, it's totally just like leveled the play, playing field, right? It's, it's no longer about these big companies with big budgets that can put stuff on TV. It's like, you can have your video right next to whatever international, you know, uh, you know, uh, big company, um, with bazillions of dollars, you can have a video right, right next to them in your social feed. And it's because you can really, you know, target, uh, target folks. So that's really kind of like the power of the combination of, of social media and video combined. What about storytelling? Like in terms of like structuring the video, Mm -hmm. um, and, and like picking a story, like we, we talk about something called the expert's curse. You know, you're inside the bottle and you can't see the label on the outside or whatever. So we have course creators specifically have a tendency to try to cram too much either into a course or into a lesson or into a marketing video. Yep. What advice would you have if, if this is going to be like a first touch exposure of, you know, the, this learning experience that's, that's available how can a course creator think about structuring the story? Like what are the layers? All right. So I'll, um, as a first place to start, uh, and we'll split things into, uh, maybe like your existing community, like people that are already following you and how do we use video to communicate with them? And then let's, and then let's move over to how do we actually use video to find a new audience. So of your existing community, I mean, like the thing that I, th- I think that everyone here should be doing is for every you know, new piece of content or episode or session or whatever, you know, however you structure your, um, your content, uh, to, you should be basically announcing via video, uh, you know, each new piece of content as it's, you know, launched or revealed. So, um, you know, for example, if you have a new session about something, you should create a little video that's like, Hey, just want you guys to know that, you know, on Thursday or today, uh, we just launched, you know, this, uh, the latest, uh, you know, chapter of whatever, um, and you can tease a little bit of the content, um, you know, give people, uh, uh, it's kind of like a, you know, almost, almost like a movie trailer, like pick one of the most interesting parts. And then if people want to, uh, hear more or learn more, you've given them, you know, a great reason to kind of click through or swipe up or whatever and, and go and, and check out that episode. And so for the people that already following, who are already following you, like creating these little teaser videos, to uh, announce, you know, to make an announcement or to reveal something or to inform people about, you know, new information or content. That's a fantastic way to just, you know, reach them. And it's a little bit different than um, typical storytelling. And the reason why, like you do hear a lot of people out there like, think like, just think like an editor or think like Steven Spielberg or something. Well, the, the difference like though. Journey, like, yeah, yeah. There, there, it, it kind of is like that, but there's one big difference is uh, I like to say, um, save the best for first, right? So usually when you're creating a story or a film or whatever, you it's Good. building up to the very, very end, right? And it's yeah. not until the final minutes that you find out who Kaiser Sose is, right? <laughs> but on, um, on, you know, on, on, on a social and on the web, um, it's kind of like you, this is not like a theater going audience you, that you know will be in their seats at the end of your two hour movie. 
Um, it, so embrace it, the spoiler alert. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like it, it, by definition, it starts at 100% and kind of only goes, I mean, you'll be lucky if half your audience is still there by the end of your video. So you have to really, uh, Zuckerberg, you know, the Facebook CEO, he calls it thumb stopping, right? Because people are just flying through their feeds. So you need something to really kind of capture their attention their first, literally like the first few seconds. So whether it's the perfect soundbite or quote from, you know, if you're doing, you know, something like this, like podcast, if there's just a juicy quote in like text, or if there's a question, like want to know more about X, Y, Z, like what is it in that first second that you can really capture? And then every second counts, right? So it's, it's how can you keep people watching along until they get the information they need to whatever it is you want them to do, like click here or swipe up here or go to here to, to, you know, check out the full, um, you know, episode or the full, uh, you know, posting. Um, and so every second counts and you have to start with the best. Um, and that's kind of how you have to structure things, at least when it comes to social video, right? Because if we think about it, most people are on their mobile devices, they're on the go, they're typically not even listening with sound. So you got to make sure you use text or if you have people in there, you like use captions, keep it short, you know, keep it punchy. So it, it's, it's a bit different from traditional storytelling. But once they get to, you know, your, once they get to your content, once they get to your information, they've already shown that interest. So you can take, you know, with your own content that you're sharing and learning, you can take your time a bit and draw people along. But for social media, it's a little bit different. It's almost like backwards a little bit. Oops, just almost knocked over my microphone. It's almost a little bit backwards. You got to like start with the best and then, and then lead them along. So that's a really good insight. And it, I was actually just observing myself yesterday. I was watching a YouTube, an ad in front of a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I always look at what are people doing in those first five seconds before you can press the skip ad button. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing like what you can actually get done in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> or even, I mean, think about how fast you're kind of scrolling through your feed. Five yeah. seconds is actually a long time. If, if you're watching something for five seconds, that means you're kind of already, you know, hooked into it for a bit. So it's literally almost like a second. And there, you know, there, it's really kind of comes down to like anything with a little bit of of movement works. That's why video is, is just any, because video is, is move is something moving or visual. Um, you know, certainly if, if, yeah. yeah. And certainly anything with a, a, a human in it is great because in this world of just like over information and misinformation, there's nothing more genuine than like the actual seeing the actual person and people will always stop to like, you know, to look at or, or listen to the, the real person behind stuff. So that's fantastic. But you know, if, if, if you're shy of being in front of the camera, you can just use a big, you know, text, text on your you know, screen that with a big quote or a juicy and interesting question, or it could be, you know, like a collage of photos, um, just whatever it is you think are going to draw people in and then, you know, um, give them the information they need. And, and it's a teaser, right? You're not unloading everything on them right there. Cause again, they're on the go, but it's enough to kind of give them what they need so that when they, you know, get home or, you know, sit down and they want to, you know, uh, uh, kind of consume everything that you have to teach them. Uh, they know exactly, um, you know, when and where it's available. So that was awesome. You mentioned in our pre-chat about how to treat social platforms differently. And that's really interesting. And my gen- generic advice to people, especially if they're kind of new to social marketing is like, you got to just pick one and figure that channel out before you go everywhere. But yeah, so for some people that's YouTube, for some people that's Facebook, for some people that's Instagram, for some people it's LinkedIn, and then there's Twitter. I don't know if I'm missing one of the major ones or not, but how do we, how are, how is video different for these platforms from video marketing for yeah. a creator? Those are probably some of the main ones. So I'll, uh, um, I'll say in terms of your actual 
content that you are, you know, using to teach folks, um, you know, unless that's kind of like on your, that you, if you keep that on your site or if it's kind of locked behind, you know, some kind of um, either paywall or, uh, you know, or email or um, uh, YouTube is a fantastic place because YouTube is, it's not even really like a social media platform in the sense that people are there to like socialize with their friends. It's actually kind of like a, like a search engine for for content like people are there to to learn right so yeah. people are actively sitting there they're saying you know how to you know do this or i want to learn about this and so they're already engaged this is actually different from like what i was saying like on you know on the go on mobile with short attention spans if they're on youtube they're kind of already invested in taking the time to learn something um they will watch however long they need to to, to really learn they're listening you know with with audio so they're they're already engaged so that's for your content that you're your video content that you're using to share, uh, I absolutely think that, you know, unless it's on your site, um, you know, YouTube is a fantastic place to get discovered. But that's a little bit of hoping that people kind of like are either searching for your information or your topic or know you or so you kind of just hope if you put it on YouTube, you're kind of hoping people discover you. The beauty of the rest, and I'll say, I'll just kind of skip to the punchline, which is if you're going to start somewhere, start with Facebook, because Facebook is by far the biggest by the numbers and offers the most advanced tools in terms of, uh, you know, allowing you to target a specific, you know, audience that, you know, should be interested in your content. So the difference of using Facebook is right is if we're trying to figure out how to grow our audience or grow our community or reach people who've never heard of us before, um, we use Facebook and, you know, you can create a short video, a little teaser of, something to get them if they know nothing about you, what, what is it about you or what is it about some of your you know, content that should get people interested? When you go on Facebook, you can target all sorts of things from like you know, uh, location, demographic information, interest, right? So you can get very, very specific with what people are interested in. Um, and so when you spend a bit of your marketing dollars and you don't need to spend that much, you can start with like 20 bucks. You know that the people that are seeing your video are, should be exactly who are actually interested in what it is that you have to talk about. So that's the power of using something like Facebook. And Facebook you know, owns Instagram, um, so you can also experiment with Instagram. But I'd say if you're going to start one place, uh, start on, on Facebook. And that's a great way to reach people that aren't yet familiar with you um, and to kind of draw them into your, to your world. So just to clarify... Um if somebody's not that familiar with sales or marketing, there's a concept of AIDA, awareness, interest, decision, action. Yep. Aware, well, and some people describe that in terms of a funnel. Yep. Where top of the funnel is like you're trying to get awareness of your course or your membership site out there. Yep. And then um, there's also a concept called a flywheel, which is, is a little different, but... Um, is Animoto mostly for that top of the funnel awareness stage? Like, is that mostly what it's, where it's most useful? I think that's the, um, for most folks that are trying to, to grow their, you know, to grow their business or grow their audience, that's the best place to use Animoto, um, you know, to, to kind of see immediate results. But really, I mean, you can use video uh, along that entire, you know, whether you call it your, funnel or buyer's journey or whatever. I mean, so even folks that 
our well, diehard like said, a, a news announcement like yeah like a new yeah new so course new course yeah. so like for you chris like you know like there's already people you have a huge following and so just even keeping your existing loyal audience engaged and informed in like you know announcements or a monthly you know new video newsletter or whatever it is that you know that you want to regularly share so it it, it it it's not just great for creating awareness it's great for you know we can say like converting interest right into people that will become a subscriber for the first time or become a, you know, a, a customer for the first time. But then it's also great for, you know, keeping people around. So it really serves that kind of whole funnel. But I think that tends to like get a bit, a bit overwhelming. Um, and I think some people get the sense of like, yeah, I already know, I already have some sense of how to communicate with my existing audience, but where people, where I hear a lot of interest in like, Great. Well, now I'm trying to figure out how to take it to the next level. I know I have great content. The people who already know me love me. How do I find more people like that? And so I think that's the true kind of, I think, value of what this targeting on social media uh, offers. So That is awesome. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot for another question. I believe Animoto has like a, a million businesses using it or something like that. And what that means is you have a serious like perspective and a lot of data points and and... I'm sure as an entrepreneur who's been in this for a while, 10 years, you recognize patterns and yeah. pattern recognition is probably one of your super skills. Mm-hmm. And so can we hack viral? How do we make a viral video? Can we make a viral video? And let me share what I've heard so far. I've heard short and choppy, get them in the first five seconds, lead with your best content, use words because the audio might not be turned on to. Yep. Um, what makes a viral video? Is there a formula? So, uh, I have a bunch of opinions on it. I think my, um, my, what I, what I, I think the best advice I can give is it's not a viral video is not necessarily a successful video for you as a business, right? Um, so views like views is, can be a vanity metric. Yeah. It's a total meaning like, yeah, Yeah. you can get 10 million people watching a video, but at the end of the day, if that's not actually (laughs) helping, helping your business or growing your subscriber base or your customer base, then it doesn't matter. So I think it's much, much more important to really focus on. It's not the quantity of views, right? It's really about the quality and the, and, and really focusing on content, you know, your most you know, um, your highest perspective audience, the, the most qualified person out there should be interested in. Because at the end of the day, there's all sorts of ways to like create stuff that, you know, would Clickbait. make people laugh or whatever, but have no interest in whatever it is you're talking about. And so if you want to do that, great. But that's, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take research. Also, I should say a lot of people who think, um, you know, like, how do I create a video? They're like, well, you got to do something like super funny because that people just share funny stuff, right? Like, look at the cat you know, video. dollar, yeah, cat video and dollar shape. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you, just I'll tell you straight up. I'll, uh, I'll say authenticity is more important than hilarity because um, authenticity equals trust. And um, uh, there's a great quote from I can't even remember who says it's something like, "If people like you, they'll listen to you. But if they trust you, they'll do business with you." And it's actually also um, so. And I think right, there's nothing more uh, authentic than than just being the most authentic version of you yourself, not trying to, unless you know you're funny or that's part of your brand, great, then you should run with that. But 99% of the world is actually not funny. And I'll even say, as someone who worked at, you know, for Comedy Central and like comedy is really, really, really hard. I mean, look at like when you watch Saturday Night Live, like 
these are professional funny people who have spent their entire careers trying to be funny. And how many of those SNL skits are actually funny? Like maybe the first couple out of like 20, but it's amazing how much unfunny stuff that professional funny people can, you know, can produce or Super Bowl commercials where people spend millions of dollars. Like, and you know, how many of them are just crash and burn trying to be funny, but end up just being, you know, a horrible mess. And there's a couple, but you know, so it's, it's really hard to produce funny slash viral stuff. Um, and it's really something that most bigger companies or companies that have incredibly, you know, I'll say boring or generic type stuff have to rely on kind of gimmicky viral videos to get attention. So Dollar Shave Club is a great example. They sell razor blades. Like who's going to be interested in razor blades? So they had to kind of rely on something kind of a bit, you know, humorous to get even people to pay attention for more than two seconds their video. So, so I just kind of say, you know, don't think that you, a, a successful video, video means a viral. It's, I think I would say far better to have five videos over the course of the month that really, really resonate with your core audience or the core kind of demographic that you're um, uh, targeting instead of like, you know, some, some bizarre, weird, crazy video that had nothing to do with you. So um, I think, uh, yeah, so don't, don't be, uh, views are a bit of a, I mean, views are an indicator of, you know, if people are watching stuff, but that's not the ultimate kind of goal, I think, of, of videos. It's really just, it's, it's more about the focus on the quality and the right quantity will come, right? The, meaning the right people um, will find their way to you. That's awesome. You mentioned your background at Comedy Central. Yep. You also were a producer at MTV, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, what did you bring from the music industry that, you know, would be that, that you learned about making effective videos? Like, was there something you learned out of from MTV land? I mean, I was a child of the MTV generation. I watched that thing all the time as soon as I got home from school. Well, I think what we did, what we've managed to do in Portland and Animoto, right, is what we've, what I've realized is it's with videos like this, just this magical, you know, way of communicating. It's, 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 it's a combination of like visual, audio, um, you know, colors, text, movement. There's just so much that uh, story time, there's so much that goes into a video. And when you, when you do it right, it's kind of like a total, you know, multiplicative effect, like one plus one equals five or whatever. That's not, that's not multiplication, but you get my point. So, um, uh, what we wanted to do with Animoto is, um, take a lot of that, uh, take a lot of the, the kind of the challenge of, of creating that magic and just make it just kind of drag and drop simple. So what we, so something cool what we've did with Animoto is we have this whole collection of what we call, uh, these, uh, kind of starter templates that we call storyboards. And we've been able to pour all our, you know, 20 plus years of experience with, you know, in the TV and film industry and with Animoto and all the videos we've seen and studied into structuring, you know, like these storyboards that we see are successful on, on social media. Um, and so all you have to do is open one of these if you think it, you know, it seems interesting and just drag and drop and replace your content. You can change the fonts and colors to match your brand. You can, um, you know, you can... Uh, include your logo, you know, in the corner of the video or at the end of the video. And we have a whole library of music that we, you know, did all the work to, to find and, you know, and commercially license for you. So you don't even have to worry about any of that. And I just want to highlight that point. I see a lot of course creators get hung up on commercial reuse of images, video and audio. Yeah. 
So yeah. do they not have to worry about it? They're going to make money with this video on social media because people, yeah. some of those so people we just it. wanted it. Yeah, totally. We just wanted to make it brain dead simple, right? So we actually have not only a ton of music, it's in real music, right? It's not like crappy, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, elevator music. Um, cause I, I, as someone who came from MTV, I cared about real quality music, but we also just actually a few days ago announced a partnership with Getty. So now we also have included, uh, you know, all their whole collection of, you know, images and video clips and that's all you know, available to use too. So, so we're just trying to make it super simple. You can just drag and drag and drop all and put together all these pieces. And then we do kind of all the magic behind the scenes of all the stuff that really makes it special, like making sure that's, you know, cuts are synced to the music and that the levels are right. And, um, and that we, you know, professionally animated stuff, you know, your, whether it's your logo or the text you're using that it's animated on the screen in a really interesting way or the colors are right. So all those little, little things that add up to, to, uh, what looks like a professional video, we take all that kind of expertise and put it into the technology. So you don't have to worry about it. So you can just worry about making sure that, you're, you're communicating your message, your information, your content. And then we do all the, all the beauty of that, that synergy, right? All the stuff that kind of make, makes it magical, which is the music, the sound, the, you know, the, the, the motion, the, um, all those effects. Um, and, and that's kind of what makes, you know, those are some of the elements that go into videos that are successful on social media. And the rest is really in these storyboards and these formats that really kind of seem to be uh, popular out there. That is amazing. I think now when I think of the word SaaS or software as a service, Animoto is going to start popping in my head because it's literally like having a service of like a production company, a stock photography consultant, a, you know, a storyboarder, all wrapped up into software, which is, I commend you on your progress and, and what you've created, the, the tool that you've created here, because it's, it's a lot of value for the price. Yeah, we, t- we took, a, we actually took a lot of inspiration from what happened um, in with websites, right? With all these like, you know, website builders over the past 10 years where they just literally, you know, 10 years ago was like, you either had to know HTML, you know, editors and stuff like or that. Or you had $10,000. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. And today it's kind of like, if you don't have a website, you're not really a business. And by the way, <laughs> any, anyone can make a professional looking website. You don't need to go spend $10,000. And we think that same thing's happening with video. And so we love that idea of with all these different, you know, website tools uh, that just like kind of a building block paradigm where it's like drag and drop. And it's kind of like a toy, right? There's like no way to actually create a failed um, website there. And with Animoto, there's no way to create a failed video. You just, you're moving these blocks around. You can insert a video block or a text block or a photo collage block. You can in- insert a logo block, you move them around. And so not only is it kind of like a toy in that there's no way to create a failed video. And I might even say, dare I say, it's actually kind of like fun. Cause like you see the video come to life right away and you press preview and the videos just comes to life right there. So it's, it's, it's actually, it's actually fun. And I can use my own video clips and images too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when you were talking earlier about when we started with photos and, and, um, and music, it's because we thought, well, that's what everyone had at the time when, when these phones were just kind of um, in the pre iPhone days is people could take photos. And so we're like, well, let's start there. And then by the way, and let's not mention anything about edit editing. Cause that freaks people out. It's just like drag and drop your photos and your music and we'll create a great video. Um, fast forward today, people not only have photos, they have video clips, but, we treat it the same. It's just like, you know, building blocks. There's no timelines or timeline editors or stuff like that. So you can insert a video clip. So it could be all photos. It could be all video clips. It could be a combination of text video clips and photos. 
And, um, and everyone has, you know, something that already works for them, you know, like photos that are already on your website or, uh, you know, on your, on your course creators have a leg up. Like you were saying, they're yeah. not new to content creation. They have less than video. They got video for days. Yeah. So they got also, you could do a, you could do a, a little highlight reel of some of your best, you know, choice moments on, on your, you know, on, uh, in, with all your various content, you can take some of your great, you know, photos or quotes or testimonials that you already have. Um, in fact, you don't need, with video, you don't even need any photos or video clips. I've seen great videos that are just straight up like quotes, like testimonials, like here's five testimonials from, you know, some folks, some, some of the raving fans of uh, my community or whatever. So yeah, so it, it's this, this notion of video. I think some people get hung up cause they're like, I need to go hire a expensive, you know, production crew to come shoot stuff. No, you can start with whatever you have. You don't even need, you know, you can use photos. You don't even need photos you can it can be text it's really about anything that's moving because that's really what grabs people's attention these days so i'm not a big fan of the word hack but i heard you say what i would consider a hack so i just want to share it you just kind of went over it really fast which was you designed the tool to protect so that users would be protected from themselves like they can't there's like a guardrail on it so you can't make a bad video yeah and as a course creator I think that's also just a, as an instructional designer, when you design a program, helping protect users from themselves so that they can get good quality results through a system, I think is really a cool concept. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, sure I, that goes into why you have so many users. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love that. Um, I love that idea that I, I just, uh, this idea of like as simple and fun as a toy, right? Where you yeah. can't not, you cannot break, you know, if it's designer, you can't break it and, and it can actually be fun. And so that means that uh, anyone from a five-year-old, so it doesn't matter your, your, your age or experience, right? You can actually use it. So that's, you know, not just with software, but with anything, if you can kind of structure your world like that, that's, and, and provide the right guide rails. And, and you need the balance, right? Because people still need enough flexibility. Like for example, in our world, we could create, there's also, you know, we could create templates that are super rigid, but people need to be able to kind of, um, you know, uh, they might have more or less than, you know, what you need to kind of put into that template. They, they, and us as businesses, right. We also care about making sure stuff is, um, on brand. So we care about the colors and the fonts and making sure our logo is, you know, in the right place in all the videos. And so, um, it's that balance of, you know, creating the right, guardwells, but giving people just enough flexibility that they can make it their own. Um, and if they feel like they've made it their own, then they, you know, they, they, they love it, but you have to give just enough flexibility that they can make it their own. That is awesome. Well, as a product creator myself, software creator, I'm, I, I really appreciate that. And you've given me a st strong example to really look at here. Cause that is a hard balance to achieve flexibility and, and, um, you know, just protecting it from too much, Yep. 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 Um, you mentioned uh, trust and authenticity, and one of the hangups that course creators get, especially in their marketing videos, not so much in their lesson videos, although some some do, um, is they get this thing of perfection. It has to be perfect. Lighting has to be perfect. I have to be perfect. Whatever. My words have to be perfect. I need a script to be perfect. Um, but in my experience, and this is, I'm talking about software, not courses, but, uh, when I ask people, I, uh, why did they choose Lifter LMS? The answer I get 
I'm not always happy with because they say I do a ton of videos. They're like, well, it's, I just, you seem like a authentic guy. You're the same in every video. I trust you. And I just wanted to work basically the, the community and the trust is why we bought your product. What I want to hear is yeah. like, Oh, the product's amazing. The features are awesome. That's why I, I bought your product, which we hear that some, but the overwhelming majority has to do with like the authenticity of the brand, the approachability of the company, the engagement on social media. Yep. And it's just interesting. So I was wondering if you could speak some more on how to just get, how to do marketing videos with a, a keen eye on just being yourself. Yeah, no, that's, um, I mean, I'm still going through this kind of uh, growth myself and my, and, and this even personal journey of getting comfortable with embracing all my imperfections of which I have a thousand. But as someone that came from TV, when I first started doing like trying to, you know, put myself on camera and stuff, like I was, you know, I would like prepare for days and make, get something. And I have stuff like on a teleprompter, you know, basically like have it like on a screen in front of me. And I'm like, just making, and we do take over, take over, take, and just making sure that I like, but you can actually tell that it, it comes you know, you can tell scripted. when, yeah, it, it sounds scripted. It looks scripted. You can actually see, even if it's, they're looking right at the camera, you can actually see if they're reading and it, they're just, you can just tell it, it, that it comes across, uh, you know, fake or inauthentic, whatever. And I've learned, especially with social media, because see the difference, right. Is that, um, video as, as we're talking about it, right. Is a, it's like a form of communication. So it's not, I, I think the wrong way to think about, uh, video marketing is like, it's this, um, you know, one-off item on your marketing to do checklist, right? Oh, I have a video on my home, on my homepage. I'm done. Um, no, it's, it's a form of communication, right? So the beauty of that is that you should be regularly doing video and it's not about this one perfect video, you know, that's, um, you know, uh, going to be your, your first and final video. So it, it's, it's, uh, it's a form of communication and people, like I said, like everything that you said, people want the raw authentic version of you and your brand. And, and there's nothing more authentic. There's, I think that video is the most compelling way to really kind of convey that most authentic version you know, of you because, you know, you can capture you. And I think it's really just, um, speaking from, you know, the heart speaking, just being genuine to you, being true to you. And it's almost just like having a real conversation with someone who's in the room with you. Right. And if they feel like they are talking to you and having a real conversation with you, you know, they'll, they'll trust you. They'll, um, you know, they'll love you. So, um, it doesn't need to be perfect. Embrace your imperfections. People love that. That's what makes us all, you know, human. Even I, <laughs> I've had stuff where I had like a big piece of spinach in my teeth for the entire video i'm like how come no one told me they're like no no people are gonna love it trust me and sure enough they're like we love you for your spinach and your teeth I'm like all right there's a concept in the marketing world of like uh your kryptonite like just embrace your weakness or what it's just part of your brand it's part of your story like if you yeah. try to hide it or pretend it's not there it's it's just it it makes things inauthentic yeah yeah um I think I heard another hack that I wanted to bring up, which is you were talking about the music industry and comedy. And so you took what you learned from one industry and you brought it into another. Mm -hmm. And I see something on your website that um, as a software company, I wanted to see if you could describe in a general way to help add value to the course creation community. And what it is, is you have really clear, well thought out, well done, 
segmentation on your website. So you have the first three items on your menu are business, photography, and family. Mm -hmm. And I click on those and I go to a basically a custom landing page where it's, you're selling the same thing, but you're just positioning it for these very different things. Business, like you listening to this today are an education entrepreneur. So you're probably really focused on the business part, but you also have photography and family. Yeah. Same thing happens in the course creation world where we think we may know who our customer is, but then especially over time we find out, Oh, I have these like three different types of customers who can benefit from this course. And they're very different. Yeah. I should market to them differently. Yeah. Can you talk about your segmentation, how it evolved and any just general tips and yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, like when we, when we started Animoto, and this is probably not unlike a lot of, you know, um, entrepreneurs and, and business owners, like we were very much in love with the technology and the, and the product. Like we're just, yeah, we're like total technology nerds and we had patents and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Half the stuff we built, it turned out people didn't actually care about. So that was kind of one, you know, one inch of channel. But as we kind of, you know, learned to be more customer focused, um, the other thing we kind of realized, right, is uh, I, I'd actually say in the beginning we had a a bunch of faux success because it was like, oh my gosh, it was like a little bit of everyone was using us, right? We had realtors, teachers, photographers, um, you know, nonprofits, uh, culinary, you know, uh, schools, not every, and we we're like, this is great. Um, but it just felt like we were being pulled in, you know, 10,000 different directions and we really needed to start to get focused. So part of what you're seeing now is our, our ability to say, well, you know, um, yeah, maybe what we've built is useful for a lot of people, but um, people, when they come to your site and they're trying to learn more, they really need to understand in their language, in their world, in their... Like that when people are considering something they want to know not just what it does but what are the benefits and why it's different right there's and also a, a meta question there that i like to say is the, the question in the, the visitor's mind is will this work for me will this work for me and we use this lingo called uh in the tech industry this is popular it's like the jobs to be done so it's like what's the job that your customer is trying to you know trying to get done and as we realize like it's hard to really explain that in a generic way when you have all these different types of customers. So we, we realize businesses have a very specific job they're trying to get done. And that's different from, you know, photographers who are, you know, trying to sell their photography and their videos to their clients, which is different from families, which are often about trying to, you know, um, capture, memories. capture memories and share memories. Right. And so, yeah, maybe the features and moving, you know, blocks around is, is similar, but the way that you really convince them that this is beneficial and valuable to them, you need to like really put yourself in their shoes and speak their language and understand their world and their context and their challenges and their pains and what, and what they're trying to get done. Um, and once we started doing that, it just, you know, even like the, the type of the example video, you know, for us, the examples that we show, um, in our head, it might make sense like, oh yeah, we'll just show this video and any type of business should understand like they could make this their own. But it, it, it's actually not that easy for a lot of folks. Like, um, you know, families need to see examples of other families. Businesses need to see examples of other businesses. Um, and uh, so it's, it was just like about- a wedding, kind of, a wedding video is not necessarily relevant to a business. Trying yeah, to even though underneath the hood, right? It's about 
It's about transitioning from image to image and maybe including some text. So technically and functionally or feature-wise, it's the same thing. But the end product serves a totally different need. And so it's getting out of that like just product and technology mindset and really kind of understanding what it is that you know your uh, you know customers are trying to um, uh, get done and the, the job they're trying to get done. So that's been a, a journey for us is really not just talking the talk about being customer focused, but really walking the walk and really understanding um, what it is they need. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Segmentation is just such an important thing, and and I, I think if anybody's trying to increase sales, a lot of times it's just friction on your website of making sure you're talking to the different types of people that come. Yep. To check out your product. Um, you on your website, I believe it mentioned certified partnership with Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. What does that mean? It just means that you know we're a you know we're a, a marketing partner with them. So you know they you know they talk about us in terms of a, you know a, a DIY video creation tool. But the benefit for us and our customers is we just get to have regular dialogues. You know with you know you, with YouTube, Instagram. Facebook, uh, you know, HubSpot, the Small Business Association. So it's just like we're sharing, we're sharing learnings with them. They're sharing learnings with us. And for us, it just it's a way to make sure that we are, um, you know, we're we're leading, we're helping to lead the conversation. And because you know what, a, what most business owners and entrepreneurs need to know is like what works today. Like everything is changing so quickly. Um, you know, three years ago you told me it was Pinterest, and last year you said it was. Snapchat and this, so all, everything's changing. So people just need to know what works today, and so that's uh, important for us to make sure we're always kind of um, keeping our well, our finger on the pulse of what's going on out there. So that is awesome. Um, I'm just looking at your plans on Animoto.com. What like, and these may change over time or whatever. But what is what are the main levels? Like, what how should people get started, or how do they pick? You know, what's what they need. Well, the main the main plan we have, you know, for uh, I'd say probably most business small businesses and entrepreneurs is our professional plan, and it's two hundred sixty four bucks a year, or you can pay by month, you know, forty two bucks a a month. Um, so you know, obviously, you, you save more if you sign up for the year. But that just you know that that that's it. That includes everything. We just try to make it. You can literally make as many videos as you want. You just pay once and make it, and and just want to make it that simple. And that includes all the you know, all the commercially licensed music that we did all the work to license for you, all the, you know, stock stuff from Getty. We just try to make it as simple as possible. You just sign up and just go to town making videos. That is awesome. Um, is there anything else about Animoto, the, the Animoto story that um, you think would be helpful to share? I think uh, it's really just, um, I think, uh, understanding that the big change I think that's going on is that uh, with marketing is that I'll say the, the traditional marketing or old marketing, or whatever, which is, is kind of like this hoping people discover you or kind of playing like the numbers game, like maybe for every 10,000 emails I send out, you know, this many will click through and or uh you know or whatever phone calls you know if you have a sales team but um the cool thing today is you don't have to sit around and hope and wait for people to discover you you have the ability to take your message your information your content to where the conversation is already happening and that's on social media and um so if you can get familiar with 
and I'll just say specifically Facebook, so it's not so overwhelming because there's a lot of different social networks, and and just experiment a little bit with some other targeting tools. You're going to be like, wow, I can talk directly to who has already expressed interest in this stuff, right? So it's like a win-win-win. It's like you're not interrupting people with stuff they don't care about. You know, they're not being bothered. You're not being. You're not wasting your time or your money. You're talking directly to people that already are interested in your world, so they should be interested in you. And I think that's kind of like the big picture takeaway of the power of what's going on right now with uh, kind of social media marketing. Jason, thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. It's been awesome. Yeah, I love geeking out about marketing and video and 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 just the changing times. Yep. And it's been a really great conversation. Check out animoto.com and see what check out what we've been talking about here if you haven't seen it yet. It's a really powerful tool. It looks like a it's a huge time saver cuz I uh, just going back to what I said about software as a service to so like, go get your stock photography, go get your stock video, get video editing skill. It's like, it's a huge, there's a lot of overhead and I can't believe it's amazing what you've been able to provide here. So animoto.com, Jason, thank you so much for coming and sharing with the course building community. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Chris. I hope uh, something I, I shared was, was useful for your, your, uh, your audience. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet.